Well, good morning and uh, welcome to another one of our Heart for Scripture videos. Uh, this week, you are going to be reading one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament. And I thought for this video, I, I wanted to use that story just to point out what I think could be a helpful application to serve you for the rest of the week of the reading. So it's 2 Kings chapter 6, and the king of Syria is trying to war against Israel, make raids on Israel. And he keeps making these plans, but somehow, for some reason, the king's plans keep getting thwarted. Uh, the king of Israel hears about what the king of Syria is going to do, and so he moves his men, and the plans are thwarted. And it, it says the mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing. So you can see him just being upset. So he calls his people and he asks them, which of you is a spy for Israel? Which of you is telling the king the, the, the secrets and our plans? And they tell him, it's none, it's not us. It's Elisha, the man of God. They, they say, he even knows the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he tells them to the king. So the king finds out, the king of Syria finds out where Elisha is, and he takes his army, and he goes and by night, and he surrounds the city where Elisha is. And early that morning, uh, Elisha's servant gets up, and he goes out, and he sees this army that has surrounded the city, and he's absolutely terrified, knowing that they're in trouble. And then I just want to read these couple of verses. 2 Kings 6, uh, 16 and 8 to 18. Elisha said, do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O oh Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So the Lord struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. I, I just wanted to talk about that story, share that story, think about that story, because it's all about seeing. It's all about seeing. It's all about seeing spiritual realities despite present circumstances. And in this story, we see spiritual sight is connected to prayer, to asking the Lord to open eyes. Elisha prays for his servant's eyes to be opened, and the Lord does it. And then he prays for his enemy's eyes to be blinded, and the Lord does it. The point is, and the reason I wanted to think about this story as you read this week is because as you get to the end of Acts and, and you, it appears that Paul and his witness are about to be snuffed out because of persecution. As you continue reading the story of Israel and Judah and these kings that rise to power and don't turn away from the sins of their fathers, but again do what is evil in the sight of of the Lord, in spite of all the conniving and the greed and the manipulation and the murdering, all these terrible things happening, as wicked continues to increase, just remember, through it all, 
there's a greater reality we need help seeing. God's on his throne. I was running with a friend of mine this morning and we were talking about, you know, some things going on in the world and, uh, and talking about just general, the general topic of evil in the world and God. And does he allow evil? He was asking very good questions, very hard questions. Does God allow evil? Is he involved? Did he produce evil? Does he just sit back and let it happen? What's going on? Why? A lot of why questions. And, you know, I talked to him about, uh, you know, the Bible's full of mystery. The secret things belong to the Lord. Things been revealed uh, belong to us. Talked about man's responsibility, how God is sinless and always blameless. I don't know really what I said, but, but suddenly he just on his own in the midst of thinking about this, he made this comment. He said, maybe these things happen. Maybe God does these things, sets these things up like this to help us realize we as people are not in charge. I thought that's such a great comment, and I totally agree. As good as some of these kings appear to be, or even as evil as some of these kings appear to be, God is only God is in charge. That's the point of the Naaman story. You can't manipulate your way to get what you want from God. You can't buy his healing or his mercy. Only God is in charge in accomplishing uh, what must be best. Is that hard to believe sometimes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our world's full of wickedness. It is fallen. But as you read scripture, you realize it's always been it's always been a fallen world. Well, not always been, but it has been for a long time a fallen world. And uh, we're reading about the people of God. So there's one thing that remains throughout, and that is God's word will be fulfilled. God's word will accomplish what he has determined, and he's good. So just to encourage you this week, pray for the Lord to open your eyes to see the greater spiritual realities uh, both in the text, in what you're reading about God's people, but also in your own life. May the Lord give us eyes to see, both to behold the wondrous things out of his word, but also to see he sits on his throne in the midst of all circumstances. May he help us to do that.